Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the True Achievements podcast. I am here today with a hungover Jack. Uh, not not hungover, I don't oh, think. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> I'm really hungover. Uh, and probably a very, very sober Dave. Hello, I've not spoken to you for ages. Haven't you? No, feels like at least two days. I know. <laughs> that was an epic as well. I hope everyone enjoyed the History of TA podcast. Didn't quite realise it was going to be quite so long. I also meant to say at the end of it, which I completely forgot to say, uh, here's to another 10 years. And thanks to all the community. I was listening to it the other day. I was like, oh, didn't even say thanks to all the community. So thanks to all the community. You're amazing. And here's to another 10 years. That was supposed to be the end. Maybe you can edit that onto it. We'll replay yeah, it. Probably must it. <laughs> yeah. So the reason we're hungover is, or I'm hungover, is Jack and I went all the way to Brizzle to watch the Wombats last night, who are excellent at the O2 Brizzle Academy. Uh, which was ace. Good venue, wasn't it, Jack? Yeah, great venue. Great venues. Good band. They're a fantastic live band. If ever you get the chance to see the Wombats, please do so. Um, and Bristol was quite cool. We had quite a nice time in there. Found some a wonderful bar called Kong's Kitchen that had loads of old arcade cabinets, including 1942, which uh, I was, I'm was i still good at, even after all these years. So I managed to make my credit last for ages, which was good, <laughs> and got on the high scoreboard because I'm the man. Um, (laughs) so yes we should talk about games because there's been some big ones and some blooming good ones at that as well spoilers so um do you guys want to start you've both been playing a way out we have played it together yep oh (laughs) (laughs) so so this was one we would both kind of been waiting for it obviously they'd announced beforehand that you could play it with somebody else without them owning a copy of it. Yeah, thought, cool, ah, cool if the achievements pop on the copy and you don't have to own it, we may as well just buy one copy and kind of split the difference or whatever. Uh, the people on site obviously tested it um, pretty much straight away to see if the achievements would pop, and they didn't on the free version of it. No. So uh, we both picked up a version. Uh, so we... the way that works, by the way, for those that are planning on playing this with someone else is they can just download a try it's called a trial they call the it store. yeah free trial but it's the full game it's just yeah doesn't pop the achievements and presumably you can't start that until you're invited in by someone who has the real game yeah i'm guessing not yeah and I'm, but you both have the game it obviously locked down your ability in that i guess to invite other people as well yes so. okay makes sense mm. But we started it on Tuesday night and we finished on Monday night, sorry, and we finished it on Tuesday evening. So total time? About six and a half hours, I think. Okay. And uh, tell us about the game. I'd hand over to Dave because I've done oh. a lot of speaking. To be honest, I, I thought it looked really good from what we'd seen, you know, at E3 and on trailers and stuff. But I was way more impressed once we actually started playing it. Like it. If you've played Brothers, you can kind of see how the concepts of Brothers, where you were controlling two characters with the thumbsticks. Yeah, I struggled um, with that. So, yeah, you can see where it's kind of developed into this co-op experience with two different players. But it's Is so it the well, same developer? Yeah, same developer as Brothers. Ah, I didn't There's know loads that. of cool little Easter eggs back to Brothers as well. Do, do you know, because Brothers, if you played that, you could play through the whole game, do the whole story which was worth doing, but you you ne- wouldn't necessarily unlock any achievements because they're all like little side things. Yes. And this is exactly the same way. Like you play through the whole story, then it's like interacting with something or doing something that's not actually anything to do with the story as part of unlock the achievements, which I thought was pretty cool. The way it's done is like even if you're playing online, like me and Jack 
where it's still split screen as if you were playing couch co-op. Now that's weird, isn't it? Well, it was I'm... at first, and it take, it kind of messed up my head a couple of times when we were playing it. Mm. I was just very surprised because I'd seen some trailers and some footage, and I just always assumed for people sitting on a couch next to each other. Yeah, yeah, I me didn't, too. didn't realize it'd be remote, kind of split screen like that. But it yeah, works so you fantastically. can basically see what your partner is seeing as well as yeah. what you're seeing. So there's yeah, a nice. section near the start of a game, and you've got to kind of time some stuff um, to happen and one of you's got to be lookout but dave was lookout and he was kind of looking down a corridor either way and i could obviously utilize his screen and just tell him to look in the opposite direction and then go on with a different action on my screen it worked really well so it takes out the aspect of you having to communicate every single minute thing you're doing to the other person it's almost like you're in their headspace at the same time awesome it's hard to explain the game because it's kind of like a story of like a telltale game where the story is quite deep and in depth and it's kind of quite slow and meandering at points. And then all of a sudden it'll turn into this crazy action game and it's like a Call of Duty where you're like shooting off the back of a car and one of you is driving and the other one's shooting out the back and then racing motorbikes were on boats. There was loads of crazy stuff. And then the split screen's done really well. So you've got most of the game, it's split like down the center of the screen, left and right. And then when there's something kind of more important going on, or maybe like a bit of a cutscene going on with one character, it'll kind of expand that. But it's really like a smooth transition and narrow the other screen, or it might go to one screen, or it might go top and bottom. But it, it sounds like it's atrocious and it'll mess your eyes up, but it works really well. And then one minute, we were like most of the game you're playing like a third person, and then all of a sudden there was a bit that was like a top down section. And then there was a bit that was like a side-on like Street Fighter type game. It was just yeah. incredible. It's so well thought out it, and put together. So um, at one point we were kind of navigating our way for a building and it split the characters up to some degree. Um, and you had, this was one of the only points in the game where it was just one character on a screen at one time. But it'd go from Dave's perspective, then he'd do some actions, then the camera would kind of fly for an air vent or it would transition. Yeah in a really just smooth way, like out a window and down a floor to my character. And then I'd take over. So it's like he was getting a little bit of action. Then I was getting a bit of action. Then swapping over. Yeah, no, it's spot on though. Really good. Okay, so we are doing a review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we won't spoil the score, but safe to say you both loved it. Yeah. Okay. And as well, there's, I noticed there was a forum post in the game forum this week, and it, it's really true that you probably pop your last achievement maybe 30 minutes or so before the end of the game. Don't just go, oh, I've got the achievements now, I'm quitting. The end of the game is just so worth finishing off because it, it, I've seen people saying, you know, oh, I could see this coming all the way through the game. I wasn't expecting it. I don't think Jack was, and it was pretty epic, and it was so good that then as soon as we finished, we were like, Oh, we'll do it again together in a couple of days, you know, because these two characters is yeah, two different endings. And then it was like, nah, should we do it now? So we like sat back and did the final section again. So it, it Oh wicked. It's crazy, well worth it's, doing. It's really good with the uh, chapter select as well. You can hop back to pretty much any point in the game after you've finished it. Um, so if you did miss any of the achievements. Yeah, which is great. And there's nothing tied to there's no actual difficulty in it, which for me just highlights that they were all about the story. That's all they cared about. It didn't want to like do a veteran and an easy difficulty or whatever. And it, nothing was really difficult. It's basically a series of simple puzzles, most of it, and some fighting sections. But really good. 
okay. enjoyed it a lot Excellent. more than I, I thought forward to reading the review. Perfect lamp for a game as well. Yeah, no, it sounds good. Um, so, yeah, so just a, rem- a reminder, if you buy a copy of that, you can play it with someone else that doesn't have a copy. They just won't unlock the achievements. Uh, awesome. So that's one good game. I've been playing a rather special game as well, which is Far Cry 5. So anyone that follows me on Twitter will see how excited I've been getting about this game over the last week or so. It released properly on Tuesday, but I'd been playing it since last week. Ubisoft very kindly gave me a copy of the game early. And it's amazing. It's properly amazing. I thought Far Cry 3 was my game of that year, whatever year that came out. Um, And this is almost definitely going to be my game of 2018. And I'm only about halfway through it so far, but I just absolutely love it. It looks beautiful. It's absolutely glorious uh, graphically. Really cool environments. It's set in... I think it's set in um, Austin or near Austin, Texas, and it's mountainous, but there's lakes, um, woods, forests, fields, towns. The only thing it doesn't have is a big city, I suppose, but you you know you don't wouldn't expect that uh, in this game. And it's, I would imagine most people know the plot, but it's about a religious cult uh, run by a man called Joseph Seed, and the map is quite cool. So. As usual for Ubisoft, the map's pretty big, but it's not as unmanageable as, say, Assassin's Creed or one of those games. It looks like it, you know, it's not that difficult to traverse it. And of course, you can get in an aeroplane or a helicopter, which you can't do in Assassin's Creed. Um, so it's not as daunting as I remember the first time I looked at the map in Assassin's Creed, I was almost in tears thought <laughs> <laughs> having to go and clean up all those icons. And also, unlike Assassin's Creed and Wildlands and many of those other games, it doesn't feel like an icon hunt, you know. Normally in those games, those Ubisoft open world games, you're just constantly moving from icon to icon to icon to try and do things. This doesn't feel anywhere near like that. It's much less icon-related shenanigans in, in this game. So you, you can just sort of pro- progress at any pace you like. It's got a very cool um, perk system. So there are multiple challenges that are to do with hunting or shooting or just various other bits and bobs and as you complete each of those challenges as you play the game they're just sort of running constantly in the background you earn perk points and with those perk points you can buy skills now bex works it out that there are not enough perk points available to buy all the skills so you need to pick and choose the ones you want i i would recommend anyone immediately doubles their health so you get perk points for things like just killing people killing enemies i think there's you get three for killing 20 enemies or something like that but you also get them for killing enemies with specific weapons so there's one for killing enemies with the bow uh, which is great because it forces you to use all the different weapon types Uh, normally with a game like that you just find a assault rifle that you're happy with and you stick with it but with this you're forced to because you need the perk points the game is brutally difficult i've dropped it down to easy but i've still got i think over 100 deaths that I've had in my 20 hours. That is one of the stats that is tracked, how many times you've died. So you can see that on TA. But yeah, it's an absolutely fantastic game. The weapons all feel really solid, really chunky. The map itself is split into three regions. So Joseph Seed, the main guy, he has three family members and they each run an area. So you have to clear those areas one by one and progress the story that way. But it works really, really well. It is brutally tough though i there is some annoying bits like sometimes i've spawned and then an enemy plane has just seen me and just rained down bullets on me and i've died almost immediately and then that happened over and over again so as soon as i spawned i had to teleport somewhere else 
so that I didn't get killed straight away. But you can get perks to make yourself harder to spot and obviously increasing the health, that makes things considerably easier. So I would recommend doing that. I also dropped the difficulty down to easy pretty much straight away. And the opening scene is immense. One of the best opening scenes I've ever played in any game. And yeah, it's just an absolutely awesome game. I am very much looking forward to finishing it. It's odd for me to actually think about a game all the time I'm not playing it. And that's pretty much what I've been doing with Far Cry 5. So I highly recommend it. Go and get it. We have a review coming soon. Not exactly sure when. But yeah, it's an awesome game. Awesome game. Right. Anything else that you guys have been playing? Jack, have you been playing anything else? Um, I started the one of the latest games of gold games, Super Hot. Ooh, super hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that trailer, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much the, the game as well, isn't it? Um, so they this, say it in the game, don't they? Yeah, this is a really cool idea for a game. The concept is you move forward or backward, and as you're moving, time progresses, and it'll only progress when you're moving or if you're performing an action. Um, there are red dudes in the levels, and you're sometimes be unarmed but if you walk forward towards the red dude they'll start moving and you've got to try and eliminate all the people basically you can find guns in some of the levels so you pick up a gun you'll shoot a bullet that bullet will move kind of a little bit away from your gun in air initially but you've actually got to move to make that bullet progress forward and make time progress and try and work out where the enemy's going to be for your shot to be able to hit him because they're usually moving as well. You can kind of throw items and objects at enemies and if they've got a gun, the gun will pop out of their hand and make its way toward you. So you can pick up guns midair, which is amazing. But the game itself, um, I'd say it's almost a little bit puzzly in the respect that enemies are shooting at you you've got to kind of avoid their bullets but you can think about the actions and there's stopping time in it um, so you've got to be careful in that aspect but it's really cool actually much better than i thought it was going to be um yeah it reviewed really well didn't it I yeah think. and at the end of each level after you've completed it, it gives you a replay of the level but back in real time so without any of the stoppage and it makes you look elite <laughs> makes you feel really uh really pleased but that's really good i'd highly recommend picking is it, it up. still available still available for download i think okay so you've probably got two days left for that mm, it's got quite a high ta so i think there's some difficult achievements chucked in there is a walkthrough on the site because i had a look at that when it re- when it was announced that it was going to be out they actually recommend doing it twice so playing it through for fun first and then going back and mopping up because uh, apparently it's very cool. Excellent. I look forward to playing that. I've been carrying on with my challenge, but not really in the background. It's just happened to pop a few. Uh, we were doing GTSC this week, so there was a a bonus week announced where we have to pop 12 5 Gamer Score achievements. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, both both members had to pop five, 12 Gamer Score achievements. So I've... Played quite a bit of Gears of War 4, somewhat ridiculously for a game that has 3,000 gamer score. The, each campaign, like main storyline achievement, is only worth five. So I just plodded along with some more of that. This game is so dull. It's just the same thing in every room. And it's grim as well. It's lots of pus and blood and guts all over the place. It's pretty disgusting. Um so not particularly enjoying that, although I'm very close to finishing the story now, so I might just do that. But it doesn't, you know, when it takes that long and you're only getting five gamer score for each bit, it's a bit, it's a bit depressing. 
And we popped a load in Gimme 5, the Windows 10 quiz game, because they were all worth five as well. Um, and I've been playing Tesla versus Lovecraft, which you streamed, Jack. Yeah. You weren't very good at it. No, I was terrible. <laughs> it's actually much harder in co-op, so it has a co-op mode. So it's a top-down uh, shoot 'em up kind of. I'd Twin say. stick shooter, yeah. yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. I think I t- did I talk about it last week? I can't actually remember, but it's really, really good. Highly recommend it. Grab it. It's not particularly expensive, I think. Um, ID type, one of the best ID games I've played. Yeah, you can get most of the achievements in about six hours, can you? Think. Well, you, no, you can get most of the achievements in the first hour. Okay. Um, but yeah, to finish the game, it takes about six hours. I've I've got all but two, I think now, um, and I've probably put in two and a half hours, something like that. Uh, but the last ones, you effectively have to play the game again each time, so you play it in a different environment. But it's really good fun. Dave, have you been playing anything else? Not really. It's all been kind of nonsense for that five G challenge. So okay, Microsoft Sudoku Japan Edition included. So. <laughs> I didn't even know there was one of those. Yeah. Got to switch your computer to Japanese and then download it from the store. Do you? <laughs> Amazing. Have you learned any Japanese? And no. Oh, you've no. been playing that? No. no. <laughs> Not very helpful. Okay, um, Jack, you've been playing Murdered Soul Suspect on two different consoles at the same time. Yeah, so I played this one simultaneously. It wasn't a particularly great game. Didn't enjoy it. Um, but I figured I had a bit of time. Like twice. <laughs> just, just wanted to finish it off. <laughs> yeah, I got to a point where I was kind of 70% of the way through both of them. I thought, uh, let's just bite the bullet and go for it. Not a great game, though. Uh, would not recommend it and definitely wouldn't recommend playing it twice. <laughs> And then I've just played some other random stuff as well for the five gamer score achievements. I've started yet another version of Batman Arkham Asylum. It's game of the year version on the Xbox 360. Game of every year for you, that. Mm, yeah, yeah, really good game. And uh, Batman Arkham City on the Xbox One as well. A couple of five okay. gamer scores in that. Cool. Let's talk about streams quickly then. So Tesla versus Lovecraft, we just mentioned. It's really good. Check out our video of the first hour. So as I mentioned, um, nine achievements in the first hour for 430 gamer score. So that's hefty. And then you played a game called The Count Lucanor. Yeah. right? Yeah. So this one was a little bit weird. It was very stylistic. It was like 8-bit, kind of top-down. You play a little kid, you start from the house, and then you leave the house of Start, you come across some people you can help. So there's like a donkey you can give some apples to, a guy that you can offer coins to. And you eventually come across a castle and stuff starts going a little bit crazy. You end up in some kind of alternate world, I suppose. And there's this little jester character that's flying around and you've got to try and figure out his name. And that seems to be... Um, I think it's random, but you've basically got to go through this fortress, which is a little bit like a maze, um, find different rooms, uh, buy different keys, uh, do different puzzles in order to find the keys and didn't really get too far in it, I don't think. It was a little bit unforgiving as well, so it was a manual save system. Um, We died at one point and didn't realise it was a manual save system. It took us pretty much all the way back to the start. I heard Ollie's depression, (laughs) depressing tones Mm. (laughs) when he realised how far you'd gone back. Cool. Okay, and we've got more streams happening today. We're recording a day early today, by the way, because it's um, Good Friday tomorrow, so the office is closed. Mm, so, so today we've got work. Cube 2 and Where Are My Friends Ooh, two. coming up. Okay, interesting. Cool, so we'll talk about those next week. Site news for a change. We've got some new filters on all of our game and achievement lists, uh, which now allow, I think I spoke about this before, but you can now choose Back and Pat as well as normal Xbox One for your filters. 
Um, and we've also added loads of additional functionality. So there's more options. You can choose the distribution type. So whether it's digital or, or retail or disc, I suppose you call it. And you can choose the gamer score values. So you can filter just on a gamer score of five, which is very helpful for us. Uh, or if you want to get off of your wonky number, you can choose uh, a different gamer score. So basically find all achievements that don't end in a, a five or a zero um, to help you get off your wonky score if you're one of those people that hates that. And I know there's <laughs> lots of you out there. Love a wonky score. So yeah, score. that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> thanks to feedback from the initial news story, we have also added a release year drop down to that as well so you can choose uh just to see games that released in a certain year which is pretty pretty cool and i think probably quite unique mm. um, yeah and if you think of anything that. else that would be uh useful let us know because it's much easier for us to add new stuff like that in now yeah. for restructure yeah, we've got new, new more room which is good okay cool i mentioned earlier the history of true achievements podcast that went up on dave when did it go up oh 11 o'clock on wednesday night Okay, 11 o'clock on Wednesday night. So that is, if you want to listen to me get emotional at times and explain exactly where we've been, why TA exists, how it's grown, how it's changed, the difficulties we've had, uh, the challenges we've had, how, how what it's like working with Microsoft, uh, all of those things, check out that podcast. It is uh, available on the same feed as this one. So just go back one episode and you'll find it. It's long, bear in mind. You want to set aside two hours to listen to it. But brilliant, obviously. It's really good. I promise. It's really good. Regular news, Dave. Okay, so we got the Games with Gold titles for April announced a couple of days ago. We are going to get the Witness throughout the whole of April on the Xbox One. And then we're going to get Assassin's Creed Syndicate April the 16th to May the 15th. That's probably like my third favorite Assassin's Creed game. So if you... That's good news for me. I've been looking, waiting for that one to go on sale for ages, but now I don't need to wait. I already so. own that. It is really good to so check that one out. And then on the three six, is that the one in London? It is, mm. yeah. The London okay. thing. I think we it's think one even now. It's one Harry's got about two hundred hours in, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> big shout out to my mate Harry. He doesn't play a lot of games, but he just all he plays is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. <laughs> I think he even got to Croydon at one point or something like that. So. Oh, oh no, the characters the from uh, EG, isn't he? It mentioned no. Grinstead. No, no. Uh, tell you what about East Grinstead though. Uh, they released a promo trailer for Far Cry 5 <laughs> video that's filmed in East Grinstead, <laughs> where I live. <laughs> How mad is that? <laughs> uh, it's by um, Danny Wallace, who is a uh, Ubisoft favourite. He did the voicing for Desmond, is it, I think, in the mm, Assassin's Creed well, game? Well, he starred in uh, it. It was his likeness. And he starred in it. Mm. There you go. Well, he presents it. If you want to see what my hometown is like, uh, <laughs> it's not a great representation because the only reason they came here is because there's lots of uh, religious centers here. So there's a Mormon temple here. There's um, Scientology nutters here. <laughs> uh, so that's why they, they came here. That was the pretense. And they didn't even interview me. It seems You need to start wrong, some kind really. of religious cult. Maybe I should. True religion. <laughs> <laughs> Truegod.com. <laughs> I can okay. give you points. Okay. See um, how Christian you are. <laughs> moving on, we've got... Um, on the 360, we've got Cars 2 from April the 1st to April the 15th. Oh, you love those games, don't you? No. I had to review one and it wasn't my favourite game. <laughs> and um, Dead Space 2 from the 16th to the 30th. So Ooh, that's a, a pretty spooky. decent month. Yeah, yeah I saw the feedback in the thread. Lots of people very happy about that list. Yeah. 
which is great. It's it's cool that um, Games of Gold continues to be full. I mean, there was a few people that were quite cynical of the program initially, but I think most months there's at least one or two games for pretty much everybody can enjoy. Yeah, for sure. Um, so well done, Microsoft. Similar free games, if you've got Xbox Game Pass, the additions for April have been announced. So we've got City Skylines, that was already revealed. We've got Cluster Truck, Kingdom New Lands, Late Shift, Portal Knights, Robocraft Infinity, and The Hunter Called the Wild on the Xbox One, and Sacred Citadel on the 360. So I know from looking at that, I think Late Shift is easy completion. So there's definitely So Late Shift is the live-action film. FMV. Yeah, you sort of control the plot a bit. Um, you have to play through it multiple times to complete it, I believe. But I it's not think massive. you can do it in about two playthroughs. You can uh, okay. pause and quit out at specific points before it hits an auto save, and then go back in and choose the other option. Ah, yeah, if you so. play it, follow the walkthrough, because I think there's eight endings properly, but yeah, you can kind of just, at certain checkpoints, you can get two endings and then move on and do another ending and stuff like that. So walkthrough is really good for that. Okay. Uh, Sea of Thieves, it's had a bit of a troubled launch, I think it's fair to say. Stormy. They've had a I would go with. They've had way more players than I think they could ever have expected, which I don't think is surprising considering it was free if you're on Games Pass. It was also, though, uh, the number one seller in the UK that week. That's crazy. Straight in at number one. Not a lot must have sold that week, I guess. Well, uh, I can't can't imagine loads of people had to buy it if it's free. Well, they did. <laughs> it's crazy. But, um, <laughs> I promise you, they did. They, they've had some troubles. They've done all sorts of stuff. I, I think basically the, one of the biggest problems is there's a lot of rewards and things in game, and they all run on like a feed. So you send your info off to the server to say, I've done this, and then it sends it back to unlock it in game. And that's a similar kind of way that the achievements work, and it's all been kind of clogging up and backlogs of that stuff so they've turned off the achievements at certain points over the past week i think they even did that again over the weekend just to try and get people in the game and get it working and they've announced this week some of the patches that are coming i think there's a full game download that you have to do again to fix yeah. some of the stuff so it's like a i don't know how big and for a while is. that was broken because it wasn't appearing in game for anyone using game pass they couldn't re-download the game so <laughs> no one could play it for about eight hours <laughs> not great so that, that patch is live, so hopefully they should fix some of that stuff. But I know there was a video the that they not No, they said that like, they still try to mitigate the issue of people not being able to get in and try to get people matched up and stuff is the main priority. So, But if you are popping achievements, they are getting sent to them still. So they've got the data to say that you've done it. And once they do turn them on, they should all kind of stream through. So Jack to and I were talking about that on the train back today. And I mean, I'm not calling anyone a liar. But that seems odd. I mean, the, the the popping of the achievements is the the easiest part of that. It's just literally one little API call. So it seems really odd that they, in theory, have stored all the rewards that you need to fire off these achievements, but they're not popping them. It seems very strange to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fingers crossed it will resolve itself when they uh, and will Can actually imagine pop if they all the stuff. come back on and they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they come back on and they haven't got that data or they don't pop, there'll be a lot of angry people. people. Be but, um, our, our review is up. Mark gave it a four out of five, I think. Okay, that's respectful. Uh, he loves it, it's fair to say. He's really enjoying it. Um, it has some problems, uh, the non-technical uh, problems. It has some issues with... I think the game doesn't really get going properly until you've put about 15 to 20 hours in. Um, uh, my issue with it is that it seems enjoy- the, your enjoyment factor 
is almost definitely tied to how well your interactions with other people go. And that is obviously something that the, the game itself can't control. So you're almost at the mercy of the randoms that you meet and the randoms that you sail with if you happen to just sail with random people in, in your ship as well. <laughs> so I, I, saw, I don't know. People, that's, I think that's why the reviews are so mixed. I saw quite an amusing tweet yesterday. Somebody had tweeted Rare and said this was my first impression of the game. So he'd been playing it solo, jumped into a multiplayer game of four. The three people on his ship trolled him, kind of locked him in a room. <laughs> then one of them stood outside playing music while two of them got drunk. And then apparently when you get drunk, you can be sick. Yeah. They were being sick, and the other one was catching it in a bucket and then just throwing it over him. And they they did that to him for about half an hour, and that's, that was his impression of the game. <laughs> there you go, five out of five. <laughs> game of the year. Uh, we've had a um, question about this, so, so like along yes. the lines of the, the game mechanics. Uh, from Kingsley, when a game's achievements are blocked, uh, Sea of Thieves, do you find your enjoyment of the game diminish during that time, or do you find yourself not wanting to play it as much? So I'm trying to think of any other game where this has ever happened that I've played, and I can't think of one off the top of my head, but imagining the fact that it was happening in, say, Far Cry. Oh, actually, there are times when I've had a game in advance. In fact, Far Cry, there you go. This only happened to me last week. That's how hungover I am that I can't remember last week. When I received Far Cry, the achievements weren't live, so I was playing it blind. Yeah, and it is weird. I mean, to be honest, Far Cry is a good enough game that it didn't matter to me anyway. But it is slightly odd because you there are points that you think, oh, I bet that would have been an achievement pop, mm-hmm. like at the end of a big mission or uh, once something cool happens. But you don't know. <laughs> it's quite frustrating. I bet it was interesting um, looking back over the achievements when they did go live and seeing what had actually popped and kind of going, ah, yeah, that was, was a popping point. And well, I guessed that correctly or whatever. Yeah, exactly that. I don't know. Sea of Thieves one is weird because everyone knows what the achievements are. Um, and they probably know that they should have popped them, I would imagine. So it's going to be really interesting if they don't pop when they come back online. Uh, there could be quite a lot of anger. But um, there's a lot of people really enjoying Sea of Thieves. So I don't know. Lots of people not enjoying it. Lots of people enjoying it. So it's a bit of a, a mixed bag. I think, back to the question, I think it would diminish it a bit if achievements weren't popping. Especially if, one of the reasons if you're expecting games. them to pop, I think yeah. it diminished them. If it didn't happen from the get go, it was released in like game preview without them, then it wouldn't hurt it at all. But if you no, because your expectations, yes, the old give, give something, then take it away, isn't it? But I, I'm kind of like I, I'm not playing player unknown battleground. I played it initially because I was about to see what all the hype was about. Thought it was a bit broken and left it. And I've seen the updates going up. I think they were up to twelve now, something like that, and saying how. Everything's improved, but nothing makes me want to play the game at the minute. Maybe when the, the no, achievements are released. Do you think achievements would be the motivator that make you? Yeah, because even though even though I don't really play specifically for achievements, like a, a lot of what I, when I play a game, I'm kind of you know looking around and seeing what achievements there are and seeing if, when I can get them and stuff like that. I suppose so something it has kind of influenced me a bit. Something like PUBG, where it's kind of small, short matches as well. It gives you something else to do rather than just kind of mindless multiplayer same thing over and over again it's some overall global stat to either accrue or work towards or yeah for sure it's, it adds another dimension doesn't it i mean we all we all love achievements that's why we're here yeah so um, without them there's, there's something missing 
We've got another question about Sea of Thieves from G Gingerbeard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the best kind of ginger, uh, best kind of beard. Yep. He says, "This is a silly question, but I don't think it is." He says, no, uh, "Does it hurt or improve Sea of Thieves for not having a story?" What do you think, Dave? I think <laughs> these games tend to always struggle, but I think it's more about our perception of what we're expecting rather than, you know, like I can't remember in the the, the campaign, the marketing campaign for the game building up. They never said there's going to be an epic story or something, but you kind of expect no, of some direction and yeah, stuff I can't, like that. Can you do. remember a game that doesn't have a story? It's quite weird. Well, it's coming on to a, a game that's like... been announced today for the Xbox One that suffered a similar thing, I think people saw things and thought, that's a really cool idea, and then expected to be doing this, oh, like a story in the world, and then when it comes as just like make-your-own-adventure type game that yeah. this is loads of people are put off. I think if you're going into it with that kind of notion that, you know, it isn't, it's up to you what you make of it, then it's fine. But I think it will put off a lot of people. Like, they'll go yeah. into it and go, there's nothing to do. Where's the story? We're so kind of... I think, as she says, at least they've been upfront about it. So, obviously, No Man's Sky, that was a different story they promised for World, didn't they? Yeah. And they just didn't deliver yeah, anything they uh... promised. They stretched the truth but, <laughs> somewhat before the game announced. Yeah, but Sea of Thieves has been totally transparent. But in terms of it just not having a story, for me, that definitely just hurts. It just feels too shallow. It doesn't feel like there's anything shallow. to really do. Good one. I don't know why they... we were going to get some th- sea-related puns. <laughs> I'd almost like them to take um, a step towards Assassin's Creed Black Flag, if that makes sense. So some bigger islands with more stuff to do on them, maybe some proper building, some quests on those islands, rather than just sail to this island, collect this thing, go back to this one. It, well, I think it does, as I say, Mark Mark was saying that it, it does open up a bit after about 15 to 20 hours, and the, the, the missions themselves are much more interesting. Uh, okay. But it's 15 to 20 hours to get to that point. I know, exactly. I know, but this is an MMO, so they expect people to... I mean, I was reading it. There's a thread on the site now um, about trying to get the achievement. um, uh, You know those massive achievements? Yeah, Uh, the 1,000 voyages. Trying to get the requirements dropped. Hmm. Um, So there's a link to a post on Rare's forum, um, and there's a bit of a a drive to try and get some of those reduced, um, which would be interesting if if that succeeds or not. So if you're... If you're fed up with the <laughs> huge completion time, I, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing no one's done any of those achievements. Oh, we can't tell, can we? No, we can't. It's not like it's going to be a mutiny, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yay! I, I don't know why. It, it seems to be like impossible, though, for developers to kind of get a good mix of the two. It's, it's like, you know, like you played The Division. I really enjoyed the story, but the bit at the end was not great. And people who liked the grinding bit said it wasn't great. And then people, it's where it is just grinding. There's no story to do. And- That's a good kind of parallel, actually. I hadn't thought about that. It's pretty much just like an end game, but without yeah. the bit before it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just don't seem where it's like, I don't know. It's like the developers just seem to really struggle to get like a, a co op story that isn't repetitive and then has stuff to do at the end of it that makes you want to stay. I don't, it just seems, it doesn't sound that yeah. hard to do, but it obviously is. I should mention the Far Cry 5 achievements are excellent. There's a couple of slightly grindy ones, but they all look like they're going to be really good fun. Um, so, yeah, just another plug for Far Cry 5, which is already my game of the year. I read something about fishing and thought, I'm not going to enjoy that fishing? one. Fishing? Yeah. Fishing's awesome. Got to collect four fish or something like that. Yeah, I've already done that. Rare fish. Easy. Just You get your rod, 
No, no, you've got to go to areas and you got to get the record-breaking fish, so you're going to have to sit fishing for ages in a specific Oh, area. really? To get a specific um, It's quite clever, though. So as you're driving around, you'll see signs at the side of the road, and if you stop, get out of the car and walk up to them, it will have an animal on it. And then that then um, shows you what animals are in that area, and that then goes onto your map. So if you're looking for moose or you know badgers or... <laughs> or grizzly bears or whatever once you've found enough signs you can literally go to the, the direct point on the map and, and hunt those things i mean it's the same with the fish so there are certain lakes that's, that specialize in um like rock carp or bass or whatever god i know more about fish now than i've ever known before <laughs> i barely took i'm only like an hour in so i've got a, it's just I forgot you, you were playing it. i didn't even ask you how are you finding it um it's good i the intro introduction was really well done, and the, uh, it looks amazing. The game looks amazing, yeah. but I've just got to the stage where I've opened up the first island. That's like as far as I got, so I'm probably like oh okay. That's the um, something like that. that's the intro tutorial sort of thing. Yeah. So just, um, in fact, there's a brilliant bit in that where you have to climb this radio tower, and anyone that's played any of the Far Cry games will remember that. I think Far Cry Four, you had to climb like thirty towers, or maybe even fifty towers, to unlock the whole of the map. Um, you climb this enormous tower and it's got that you know the remember the blue ropes that sort of dangle down that give you an indication that you can jump onto them and, and climb up yeah, that yeah. bit um, you climb this vast tower and it's like oh yeah I'm playing a Far Cry game and you get to the top and then the radio comes on and the guy goes hey get yourself down from there you didn't think I was going to make you climb towers all day did you and that's it and that's the last time you ever climb a tower it's amazing <laughs> so it's, it's a very different Far Cry game um, also there's some amazing GTA style side plots there's some really cool, crazy characters, um, sort of stereotypical Midwest American lunatics <laughs> um, that have got some, you know, conspiracy theories and alien abductions and all that sort of stuff. And it, and that really lightens the tone because the main storyline's pretty gruesome at times, but it's got like torture and pretty horrendous murders and all sorts of stuff. So to have that. Um, have that stuff to do on the side really breaks it up and there's a wingsuit and you know it's, it's it feels quite gta gta ish at times god i just can't stop raving about that game I'm right now. <laughs> okay any other news yeah so today game similar to see at these but set in space no man's sky has been announced it's arriving on the xbox one this summer so it was previously a playstation 4 and pc exclusive title i think it was fair to say that that flopped at release uh, as from going off the story, there's been three kind of pretty sizable updates over time. There's yeah. another one coming that kind of coincides. The next with the update, launch. it's called. So I suppose it's I don't know. It doesn't look like my type of game, but uh, I suppose people should kind of see where it's actually at now instead of just dismissing it off. Apparently, it's a very different game to the original launch okay. version. It's probably worth giving it a try then. Yeah, I imagine we might stream it. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, we'll know more about the next update. Apparently, it's their most significant update um, so far. Uh, and the others look like they've been pretty major. So this could be huge. Maybe it will finally have the multiplayer stuff if they haven't added that already. <laughs> it's pretty much the uh, recurring comment on Twitter to that story was, why? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a comment on uh, our article. Somebody said, it's for one PlayStation exclusive we didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Um, oh, that is harsh. Um, having said that, if you check out that news story that's gone up today, there's some screenshots on there. It's a beautiful looking game, absolutely stunning looking game. Yeah, and it's is it Xbox One X enhanced? I think it is. It is yes. yeah. yeah, HDR and 4K. Yeah, 
And more, it says as well. So I don't know. And more, more is. 8K. <laughs> yeah. 16K. Um, another All game announced this week. Lego The Incredibles has been officially announced. I love The Incredibles, but not so keen yeah, on Lego games. So I'm torn on this one. Yeah, they seem just seem to be crowbarring anything into the Lego sort of brand now, don't they? But The Incredibles is an awesome film. It's a franchise. There's a second one, is there a second yeah, one? Yeah, coming out soon, I think. Still, yeah, um, it might be tied into that then. We should do Lego our way out. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but Lego is kind of... It, it, You'd have to play through it twice. Then. Lego games are kind of like Telltale games. Aren't they? They're on every device and there'll yeah. probably be a 360 version launches with it at the same time or something just wow. to coin it in a bit more. But yeah. Um, that could be good. Could be. I, like the I think it suits the um, style, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it'll be kind of like the Marvel games where you've got some characters that can fly and all that kind of stuff. So I can, I'd imagine it'll work well if you like Lego the, games. The uh, screenshots and the trailer both look awesome, so yeah. I recommend you check those out. Um, and then last bit this week, Far Cry 3, the classic Ray. edition that was Woo-hoo. announced as part of the season pass for Far Cry 5. It's going to be releasing on May the 29th, so that gives you plenty of time to actually work your way through Far Cry 5, and then you go back and play with the nutter that was Vaz, who's probably the best yeah. enemy in a game ever, I think. Yeah, he's awesome. So I get I got that for free. I'm guessing that's going to be, uh, should have a separate achievement, well, I say separate achievement list, but obviously maybe the same achievement list um, as the yeah, like original. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, so, yeah. So it's 29th if you're on the season pass, and then you're going to be able to purchase it separately on June the 26th. So it's a belting game. It is definitely worth um, excellent. Back in pack news. Uh, nothing this week. Tumbleweed. Okay. Yeah. Right. Let's move into the mailbag. Yeah. So we had to cut some out, unfortunately, because we we're short for time. But uh, question of the week this week is from Sergio Hernandez. Um, he's been playing some older games lately, for like five to ten years old, old games, and has noticed a couple of things. Do you think achievements were more of an afterthought for many games before and have evolved to be more interesting? Shall I take this one? I think they definitely were initially. Developers didn't really know how to how to get the most out of achievements. And I think for some games, especially cross-platform games, because the trophy system wasn't on PlayStation initially, so anything that came out cross-platform, they just sort of had to crowbar them in at the end for the Microsoft one. Yeah. Um, very often they didn't think about it. There wasn't a, a huge history of games with great achievement lists to go and look at and research and give yourself ideas with. But now, certainly, for, I mean, I won't mention Far Cry again. Shall I mention Far Cry again? So, as I said, the achievement list of Far Cry's ace. Um, I, I imagine the achievement list in A Way Out was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit Fun. different, that one, though. Um, nothing tied to main story or anything. It was all Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that in itself is quite interesting. It just made you play in a different way and do exactly, things. Exactly, and that's what it should do. do. Yeah. If you, if you compare, like, going back to, like, the early like Madden titles that would have like 10 achievements that you could win in one game mm. compared to now where they sort of like encourage you to you know try out different game modes and complete seasons yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And similar for FIFA, there was that World Cup game with like five achievements. Yes. Yeah. Cup, <laughs> one, one was like a 500G that was pretty hard. But yeah. compared to now yeah. where it's like everything and lots of stuff. So they've definitely learned how to use but, Yeah, they use them as a device to make sure people experience every portion of the game. Yeah. And a, and a bit of a sales tool for FIFA, so you have to go and stick yes. some hard-earned dollars into foot. <laughs> Buy yeah. 500 Ultimate Team players. And they, they've definitely realised that people will buy DLC if it's got achievements as well, haven't they? Like, mm-hmm. Now everything has 
pretty much a DLC, whereas I remember it being like a rare occurrence, like Call of Duty, you get some maps or something, and that was it. Yeah, so I think um, most developers have learned quite a lot. It does feel like some of the ID titles are a bit sort of bolted on the end. Yeah. Some of them. Um, but that might be because they're ported from perhaps a mobile game where they didn't have any to start with. Yeah, I um, think that fits into the same thing you had mentioned earlier about PlayStation and where that didn't have a trophy yeah. to start with. So if that isn't there, it's definitely an afterthought. Yeah, I think I think the big developers and the big publishers now, they'll think about the achievements while they're making the game. Um, and when I think that makes that's what makes a big difference. Yeah. Good question, though, Sergio. That was our question of the week. Yeah, I shall get in touch with you and give you a choice of codes. Next question from Ian Triplo. Uh, Far Cry or Sea of Thieves, which one are you more likely to complete and why? Well, uh, Far Cry, because You're going to say Sea of Thieves, come on. <laughs> yeah, Sea of Thieves. No. Uh, for many reasons. Far Cry is completable, because four people on the site have already completed it. Uh, no one has completed Sea of Thieves, and the, in fact, the achievements are broken at the moment. Um, so no one is likely to. Uh, also, the achievement requirements for Sea of Thieves look ridiculous, and I'm probably not going to play it very much. So all of those lead me <laughs> to the conclusion that Far Cry 5 is, is far more likely. I'm going to say the same, just same reasons, and it's kind of the story-driven games like appeal to me far more than do your own thing in a sandbox world type stuff. Yeah, yeah. By the way, if you are on the fence about Sea of Thieves and you haven't um, played it or seen much of it, do check out Mark's review because it is he does highlight the the really cool stuff that's in that game, and it will appeal to certain people. I know it's not for everyone, but certain people absolutely love it. People are saying it's the game, you know, best game they played on the Xbox One sort of thing. So. If you can, if it's the type of thing that you think you would enjoy, then do give it a go. Yeah, Don't let sure. the achievement list put you off. I mean, we had a we had a lot of fun when we played it together, didn't we? At Gamescom. Yeah, we had loads of fun. So yeah, that's true. Just kind of maybe it's because and it's just, much yeah. evolved from there. Yeah, opinion. Um, I, I'm going to say the same thing. It's going to have to be Far Cry because I see a thief just doesn't appeal to me from what I've played of it. Um, haven't played Far Cry either yet, but just more likely to enjoy it and put the time in to finish it. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, I know it's really good. I don't, know, I don't know who's been saying that, but really good. <laughs> the worst thing was I was embargoed. I couldn't even say it was really good for the first three days. That was painful. Okay, so a couple of new achievements this week. We've had um, Terror with 25 achievements, another ACA Neo Geo game, Sengoku Free with 12 achievements. Enigmatis Free, The Shadow of the Kakahala or Karkala. Yeah. <laughs> 35 achievements. I've butchered that name. Yeah. Um, there's some new DLCs too. We've got The Infinite Onslaught in Killing Floor 2. Uh, book Free in Eye of, uh, Eye of the Storm in Ken Follett's The Pillars of the Earth. And Injustice 2 on Windows 10 has had the legendary update. So it's got Legendary update and then loads of different character loads packs with one achievement yeah. each. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Let's quickly talk about new releases. I don't think there's anything major coming out. Alteric comes out tomorrow. Terra, The Adventure Pals, Minute, and Metropolis, Lux, Obscura, Impact Winter, ACA Neo Joe, King of Fighters 99, all come out next week. Uh, we have to go because we're streaming now. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Have a good Easter. Catch you later. Don't eat too much chocolate. <laughs> Bye.